welcome to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast, your burst of weekly inspiration to keep your mindset on track to manifest your greatest desires. I am Jude Don't, your host, a world-renowned mindset coach, helping my clients and now you, the listener, to break free of the mental struggle, find contentment, meaning and purpose in your life. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. A few things to fill you in on. One, I've not been able to do the Friday extra, the short little inspo podcast that I've been doing every week for the last, I don't know how long I've been doing it, two months maybe. It's just been so busy. I have taken on new students in the academy, not taken on, onboarded new students in the academy. There's a lot of them coming towards the end of their certification. So there's a lot of portfolios to mark and a lot of things that I need to do to make sure that happens for them. And then on top of that, I have my clients, my one-to-one clients, and those things come first over everything else. And I was feeling overwhelmed, especially with the bank holidays. Now, to keep me feeling comfortable and motivated and in control and and all of those words, empowered even, I spend Monday working on my business, not in my business. So I never have a client on a Monday and it's when I get stuff done. Now, because of all the bank holidays this month, it's meant that not only am I not getting that stuff done, but I've been working on a night time and something had to give. So that extra podcast has had to go for now and I'm not saying that it won't come back but you know what that was my little workaround for now for me to be able to just get my head above the coping level and that is what this episode is all about but we'll get into that later. Now I'm so pleased to say that the last podcast you heard was um was a good one. I wasn't shouting on it. The quality was really good from my point of view. Now, some of you have said like, Jude, I didn't even notice the previous ones where I've been shouting. And other people who have podcasts, they had um, said, oh yeah, it's fine. You were shouting a little bit, but it's fine. Now, it really bothered me and I wanted to figure out what was going on and, and to problem solve it. And as it turns out, I was right. It was the big headphones, the fancy headphones that I'd bought before Christmas because they cover all my ears, both my ears rather, it meant I couldn't hear myself so I was shouting. But thankfully I figured it out and I've bought some other headphones that work really, really well. Now, again, this was another workaround for me because I would sometimes forget my headphones when I came to the office and if I have to record a guest I need the headphones to do it on the podcast studio setup when I'm recording it with a guest I need headphones the ones that I use I use for the gym as well so if they're in my gym bag there's no chance of them coming to work with us it's just do you know what I thought I'm gonna get myself some really nice headphones that I can keep it in the office so I don't have to worry about forgetting them to buy those headphones was me working around me forgetting them all the time it was like a solution to a problem I was facing on the odd occasion where I'd had a guest and I was like damn I forgot my headphones so 
I now have, I've now got three sets of headphones. One will stay here at the office and then the other two are, just in case I lose them in the house, I've always got one pair on the go when I'm at the house if I need them for the gym. Now this is kind of where this podcast idea came from because I got to the office the other day and I went to go and get my little black handbag out the back of the car and realised I had left that at home. Now that little bag has my office keys in. Now luckily I had my big bag because I never forget that and it's got all my files in so that was good but the bag that had my office keys in wasn't in there. Now I have done this before. (laughs) I've left my office keys at home But again, my workaround for that was I got some spare keys cut that always stay in the glove compartment of the car in case I forget them one day. (laughs) So thank God I was able to just reach into that glove compartment, grab the keys and start work and not feel stressed and not have to race home because although it's only a 15 minute drive when there's no traffic, by the time I'm at work, If I have to go back for those keys, that's like a Noah's round trip because of the traffic. I mean, even if it wasn't, even if it was only still 15 minutes, that's still half an hour wasted just because I forgot my keys and I don't want to start the day like that. So I've got solutions in place. I have the spare keys. I've now got spare headphones and it's having those things in place rather than getting annoyed beat myself up, thinking, oh God, this is just my luck. I forgot my keys or I forgot my headphones. It's like, what is the solutions? What's the workaround? Because I forget things. Anyway, that got me thinking about how many workarounds I have because I know that I'm either forgetful or I can get overwhelmed or I can be, you know, the the natural part of me is to be disorganized and to start things, don't finish things, etc. So another little workaround that I have is that I forget, I used to forget to take my pill on the odd occasion. Now, since I do the thing that I'm going to tell you, (laughs) I've never forgotten to take it, it's amazing. And it's as simple as, I know when I come in from work and I start making the tea for the kids, I take off my jewellery, my rings, and I wash my hands. So to have somewhere to put that jewellery, because that used to go on top of the microwave, I now put it in a little espresso cup in the cupboard, and it's automatic now. It's like the first thing that I do is I take my jewellery up, I put it in the espresso cup in the cupboard, and I go and wash my hands. Now that espresso cup is now situated in a cupboard next to my pill and my vitamins and the tablets that I need to take every day so in a morning because I know I'll forget to take tablets because it's not an automated thing I'm normally thinking about I don't know what I've got to grab for work and things like that one thing that is automatic is putting my rings back on because if you wear jewelry all the time you tend to feel naked without it it's like a part of getting dressed it's like putting your underwear on it's kind of the same thing for me so I know that I would always go back to the top of the right wave to grab the jewellery and to put it on. But if I put that next to my tablets, that makes me take those tablets. Like it's 
honestly it's foolproof it's never not worked so there's another little workaround that I have and I thought about these things one as I was you know as I'd forgot the keys but also from that episode that I did with Steffi from the chocolate smiths right towards the end of our conversation she mentioned that she's just been diagnosed with ADHD and she she hates it when it affects the people in her team and I completely get that now before we go into the rest of the podcast, what I want to do is just read out some of the symptoms of ADHD because if you suffer from them, then you need workarounds. Like you can't just keep letting those happen to you because it will make you feel overwhelmed. It will make you feel anxious or make you feel like you're out of control. And they're all anxiety triggers. So symptoms of ADHD and I've definitely done an episode on this and I don't care about repeat myself because it's important it's important for us to know ourselves so well that we know what our triggers are and in turn what coping mechanisms we need to put in place to combat them now I've not been diagnosed with ADHD but I know I the list that I'm going to give you I have all of them apart from the last one or maybe the last two. The symptoms are carelessness and a lack of attention to detail, continually starting new new tasks before finishing old ones, poor organisation skills, an inability to focus or prioritise, continue, continually losing or misplacing things, forgetfulness, restlessness and edginess, a difficulty keeping quiet and speaking out of turn, blurting out responses and often interrupting others. God, I used to be bad at that. Mood swings, irritability and a quick temper, an inability to deal with stress, extreme impatience, taking risks and activities, often with little or no regard for personal safety or the safety of others, for example, driving dangerously. Now, the last two, I mean, I used to be really impatient years ago, but the last one was definitely not me. Now, I've known that those were my triggers since I was young. I I would say early 20s. And they're one of the key things that got me out of my depression, my anxiety, because I now had an awareness of things that triggered me. And I could put in coping mechanisms to respond to that. Because if you struggle with all of those things, then there's a lot of chaos going on. And when there's a lot of chaos going on, our mind feels chaotic and that's when we struggle to perform, okay? Now, for a long time, I have been able to manage that with all of the coping mechanisms that I put in place, with the fact that I am very mindful of what goes on in my life and how I can work around it. But only recently have I started to struggle a little bit more. And I think I probably started noticing symptoms that weren't necessarily common just before Christmas. So I was feeling anxious over things I wouldn't feel anxious over. I was, I'm going to get this because I wrote it down, (laughs) all of my symptoms. Because again, if this is you and if this resonates with you, if you are in your 40s, early 50s, this may well resonate with you. So how I'm starting to feel now or or was starting to feel from Christmas was that I was really tired, 
aches, a lot of aches and pains, like more than normal. I noticed that I had dry skin, like my, I do fake tan at least once or twice a week and it was starting to go patchy. Now that's never happened with me. It's always sat really lovely on my skin. And I, I think I must have bought, bought about four or five different tans thinking it was the tan and not my skin. And it is only one area where it's going patchy and that's because I've got really dry skin. I noticed that my eyesight, like I was struggling to focus and my eyes felt really tired and tense. So I went and got, again, I problem solved it. I went to go and see uh, the optician, obviously, thinking that my prescription of my glasses was going to change massively and it didn't. Um, mood swings, like in the last month, I would say things that wouldn't get to me, like I've been like furious about, (laughs) like, and furious about stuff that I don't need to be furious about, like an internal, unjustified annoyance is how I've been feeling, like, like you get, so if you, if you're a woman, you'll understand this, like you get when you, when you do on where things just really bother you, (laughs) I've been like that up and down recently so again stuff that's out of my control because I'm since my early 20s my mood has been like really even like I don't get those kind of hormonal um lows like you would normally when, when you get your period um one I think I control it really really well and two I'm on a pill where I don't get a period so therefore my mood, I think, stabilizes because of that. I don't know. But now I've noticed <laughs> unreasonably annoyed at things. Uh, what else? Things that I would normally find easy at work have become a little bit overwhelming where I'm having to like just take a moment because I'm overwhelmed by the, the amount on my to-do list or the things that I need to do. I forget words. Like, thank God this is a podcast and I can like chunk bits out because sometimes I'm trying to have a conversation with a client and the word that I want fails me and I can't get, um, I can't get the word out. Now, luckily, when I can't get a word out on the podcast, I can just cut the gap out so you don't hear that, which is fantastic. Um... Crazy dreams, that was another really weird one. Like I'd have really vivid dreams. So even when I was sleeping and it was taking a long time to get to sleep, I was having these vivid dreams. So lots of different things. Like this was the common one that made us think, oh, maybe this is perimenopause, which was night sweats. Now I've always had, don't know what's, since my early 20s, I have the odd night sweat at least once a month. Again, probably hormonal, but I used to get them a, a lot, um, but not all the time. And the night sweats have been all the time. So I thought, right, I need to just go and see somebody. So luckily, you know, I'm very privileged that I was able to book into a menopause clinic. I didn't want to go down the NHS route. And, you know, I'm not saying, you know, doctors don't know about it, but you know, my experience, my friend's experience of it is that it kind of gets dismissed unless you've got other symptoms. So I went to a a menopause clinic, got some HRT. I've only started it two weeks ago, so I'm not (laughs) massively seeing the benefits. But what I would say is, is that I'm constantly needing to find workarounds so things that work around my current symptoms because I don't want to feel like I can't cope I don't want to feel like 
this is out of my control. So I'm doing what I can to bring things back into my control. So for example, you know, if work is tough at the minute, then I am chunking it up. So I'm doing as much as I can until I can't concentrate anymore. Then I'm breaking away and doing something that doesn't require concentration. So I'm chunking it up. Now that might not be as easy for somebody who works for somebody else who doesn't work for themselves and who can't control their own diary or their workload. But it might be something that you could ask, you know, for, you know, some sort of um, compensation for in terms of, you know, being able to focus on certain things for a shorter period of time. So that's one thing I'm doing. I now recognise that, I don't know, this is definitely not a workaround for, for the um for the menopause but I know that now every May because of the amount of bank holidays I know there was an extra one because of the the king's coronation that in May I'm gonna have to well every time I have a bank holiday rather than just thinking oh it's fine I'll get the work done because that is making me feel like I can't cope at the minute because I've got too much on that I will move Monday's tasks to a Tuesday and I'll block a Tuesday out so I don't have clients on a Tuesday if there's a bank holiday Monday like that just seems like an obvious solution but I wasn't doing it and I've only just come up with that solution as I was doing this podcast and thinking about oh but but if there's loads of bank holidays why are you not just moving because that that's one of my biggest wins is that you know being able to have that Monday where I get all of the stuff the ugly stuff done, the stuff that I would normally have to try and fit in in between clients, like getting that stuff done, life admin, work admin, business admin, whatever that is, getting that done on a Monday is massive. It so helps me through the rest of the week because then I don't get to do all the nice things, which is like, I don't know, recording the podcast or having clients or working on the academy. Like they're all nice things that I get to do because I did the ugly stuff on a Monday so honestly this month's been hard (laughs) doing doing everything like working like I've been working on an evening and you know just like trying to condense take the Monday and try and work it around the rest so I've just been having longer days which is fine I'm still getting stuff done at least I feel like I can cope I'm just probably not as I'm probably too tired The other thing that I've had to do as well is that I have or had uh, a PT that used to write me a program every time I went to the gym and I would get to the gym and I didn't have to think. I used to look at the program she'd written us and I'd do whatever was requested of us (laughs) to do and I was loving it. Like I was thinking, oh my God, this is so good. It really like changed the game for me on going to the gym because... I've got a professional who's telling us what I need to do rather than me just showing up and doing whatever I fancied. And I love the structure of that. But what I was finding, because I'm so tired at the minute, that I was going in knowing I had to do it because do you know what? I'm paying for this privilege of having a a PT. And the expectation is, is that I go to the gym a certain amount of times a week. I've got a program that I need to follow. Like, it was starting to feel like a chore rather than something that should be a privilege that I get to go to the gym, which is how I want to feel about it. And I noticed I was racing through the the routine and and like forcing myself to do the stuff. And I'd actually pulled my back at one point. 
And I thought, oh, this isn't working for me anymore. So what is my workaround? So I decided to um, cancel that for now, just for now, and go back to going, right, well, what do I want to get out of the gym? Do you know what? At the minute, I just want to, I don't want it to be pressurized. I just want it to be something where mentally it does what I need it to do, which is to make me feel good rather than having a a physical benefit. It's more of a mental benefit and, and that's huge for me. So I cancelled my um, online PT and then I um, went to the gym the other night and as luck would have it, as the universe always delivers, <laughs> i done that right at the time that Selling Sunsets has started on season six and oh god I love Selling Sunsets and it's something that I can download on my iPad, pop it on, go on the treadmill, like just run while I'm watching it like oh it's lush. So I did that on Friday and god did I feel good, I felt so good which was like in stark comparison how I was feeling, I was feeling stressed, I was feeling overwhelmed I was just not enjoying it and now I've figured out a way of how to enjoy it again um what else have I taken into account I um again like you know even the dry skin like I know that's not necessarily a mindset thing but I'm now you know probably exfoliating more and putting more creams on and things like that so I'm doing whatever I can to really kind of get into a better space and work around these perimenopausal symptoms because I like feeling in a good place. And what I now know as an adult is that the symptoms that, you know, the NHS website tells me of ADHD, I had... And as I say, I haven't been diagnosed with it and it's not something I would want to get a, a, a diagnosis for because I am not into labels, right? I'm not even into this perimenopause label. I mean, it's nice to have it to be fair for somebody to say, oh yeah, that's what you're going through. So at least I can kind of just be aware of what symptoms are connected to it, what might go away with medication and what ones I'm going to have to keep working around all the time because I am irritable, like I'm really irritable and my patience is really thin with the people I love, which is not ideal for my poor husband. And at the minute I'm doing my best to control that um, because I did, I'm even getting, he made us my tea the other day and I was really grumpy because he put too much salt, like how unreasonable is that? And I know that and we had a discussion about it and we laughed about it. But I know that I'm probably not the nicest person to live with. My children, they're fine. You know, they're not noticing it. But my poor husband is probably noticing the fact that I'm not the best person to live with right now. And I'm doing my best to work around that as well. When I know I'm having an unreasonable response, I'm trying to have a bit of a deep breath first. I can't always get full control over it. But if I can get control over at work and it's not affecting work, then I need to figure out what is my solution for at home so that I can control that unreasonable <laughs> response at home? And I'll get there. I know I'll get there with it. And, you know, let's hope the medication that I'm taking for <laughs> for my husband's sake, um, for, for the HRT, is going to help with that. But we'll see. 
So there's things, as I say, that I'm working around and I'm really, really trying to get my head above the water. So even like, so the hot sweats, right? So my solution for this I've figured out is that if I don't sleep with the duvet on me and I just sleep with a thin sheet, then I don't sweat on a night time. But what that does mean is that I'm really cold. <laughs> it's like you can't win either way. So now the solution I have for this is that I wear um, a t-shirt and shorts for bed jammy ones I'm not like going to bed like jean shorts <laughs> jammy t-shirt and shorts with the blanket over me just a thin sheet thin blanket and then I was finding that worked and I wasn't having night sweats and I was having a better sleep because of it but I did notice that my feet were <laughs> getting cold so I have the duvet on half of my body so from like my knees down and then I have the sheet on the rest of us like this is my workaround but honest to god it's working and it just means I'm having a better sleep the other things that I'm doing to have a better sleep are I used to go to bed and listen to a podcast on a night time and I love that it was never uh it was always a funny podcast it wasn't like something that was you know it wasn't anything like me I couldn't have gone to bed listening to someone like me because it would have made us think the last thing I want to do on a nighttime is think I want to be able to switch off so it would just be something funny something you could have on in the background and I'd put my sleep timer on and I would fall asleep to that now I still do that but what I was finding was is I wasn't switched off enough on a nighttime to actually fall asleep so my solution lately has been to read uh you know just a, a book not a self-help book or a psychology book just a novel on a night time and that's really helping because it's taken my mind off it it's taken my mind somewhere else and it's really helping us to relax on a night time which is just amazing because I was finding it was only really on a night time and the one thing that anyone needs no matter what symptoms or triggers or whatever labels you want to put on yourself the last thing the thing that makes it really hard to cope rather is a lack of sleep as well on top of it because to be able to function we need to have rest so if because I wasn't getting enough rest it was making it even harder to cope so I'm working around that as well like what are the ways to help me get to sleep and all the time I'm gonna have to keep changing this up and moving the goalposts and changing the strategies and changing the structures, whatever that is, so I feel good. And that's the ultimate goal here is to feel good no matter what, you know, label someone's given me, what symptoms I have, what things that I struggle with. I'm really working hard to work around all of those. And I'm sure there'll be new ones come up. And and as I say but for now, yeah, I'm working around it. And you know what, <laughs> being able to, if you are going through the same thing and you're struggling to get the words out, don't get annoyed with yourself. Just, you know, my clients hear it nearly every session, like, oh God, I'm sorry, I can't find the word. Two seconds, I'll get there. And I'll just try and pick an alternative word because that word has you know, disappeared. I can't find that word anymore that I was trying to have. Or when I'm describing things, I'm not necessarily describing things in the best way. So I'm having to work around that as well. 
because my brain is, it's like brain fog and it's not nice and it is a tough thing when you're used to being in control of all of these things. But on the flip side of it, how amazing that I have this knowledge to hand because if I wasn't aware of these symptoms that these were all part of the the menopause, I would think that that I was going a bit, not crazy, because I don't want to use that terminology, again, can't find the word, (laughs) but that I was struggling. And it would have made me question all of this amazing work that I've done on myself and that I do with clients, when actually what it is, it's something, it's a hormone imbalance, that's what it is. And it'll level itself out and it'll get corrected with medication, But the fact that I have awareness of this and I have the knowledge and I have access to all of this information, it helps you to stop thinking that this is forever or there's nothing you can do to fix it. So, and again, I realised that, you know what, my, I don't think my mum had access to this information at my age and would have struggled a lot more. And she was grumpy sometimes and she was unreasonable sometimes, but she also didn't have the awareness and she definitely wouldn't have had the medication that I now have. Because I think people presume as well with the menopause that it's more about when you're, that the symptoms start when your periods start to become irregular and that's not the case. When your periods start to become irregular, again, oh my God, I'm sounding like an expert. I promise you, I'm not an expert. And please, if you are an expert and you're listening to this and I'm wrong on any of this information, then I am sorry. But if you feel like you are struggling in any way and you are in your 40s, then please do some research yourself on it. Don't just take what I'm saying as a given. You know, you don't have to have irregular periods for you to be in perimenopause. The symptoms start before that happens. So do your research on it and just start to notice a sense of self, even if you aren't perimenopausal or you don't have ADHD, start to figure out things that annoy you about yourself and what are your workarounds because there's no point in just saying to yourself, oh God, I'm no good with money if you're not doing anything about it or do you know what? I always put on weight, again, if you're not doing anything about it, or I'm always forgetful, or I'm always overwhelmed, or, you know, I'm a serial procrastinator. What is the language that you have committed to in your head that you have just leaned into, that that is who you now are, rather than finding solutions? Because again, as I say, there's no point in me having all this knowledge about myself if I wasn't finding solutions so that I could cope better, so that I could not just cope, but thrive. Like, how amazing that I am going through all these things and I am still able to work six days a week, that I'm still able to run two businesses, that I'm still able to show up for my children maybe he's not my husband, but sure, for my children, and and them not really notice a difference, and my clients not notice a difference, like, you know, one thing that I've committed to in the academy is that whenever they send over something for me to mark, is that I commit to responding within 48 hours, 
Now, for me to do that, there has to be a system and a process in place. And it's as simple as in my workbook, workbook, what would it be? My notebook. In my notebook, there is a section that is just for the academy. So every morning when I wake up and I'm coming to work, not when I wake up, sorry, every day when I get to work, that is the section I go to first. So that I commit to what I've seen to commit to and that they get a response. And again, where I need to, I show up and I make sure that if I am feeling overwhelmed and I am struggling, that I am cutting out the things that I can't do like the Friday podcast, or I'm working around it in whatever way I can. But there is always solutions and there's always things that we can do as long as we have an awareness of self. If this has resonated in any way, then fantastic. I'm so pleased that you found this episode today. And if you know it's going to resonate with someone else, please, please, please pass this episode on because there are far too many people out there struggling with their own development areas and they haven't found a workaround because they think that's just the way they are or that's just their look or life's just tough, that's the way it is. They've convinced themselves that there is no workarounds and there are and there is hope and there is a way to be able to be happy and to thrive and and to literally, oh God, it's so cringy. I'm going to say literally live your best life. Apologies. But it is possible. It is absolutely possible. Like today... I am recording this on a Sunday. My son and husband are out having a lovely day. They've gone to a beautiful National Trust with um, his cousins and their kids. And they're going to be having a lush day. And my daughter's going off to a fair later on with her mates. And I'm at work. Now, I could be feeling sorry for myself that I'm at work on a Sunday, but you know what? I'm not. I'm really thankful. How amazing that I have work, that I have clients, that I have things to do in my business. I have just been for my little Sunday treat, which I try and do on the odd Sundays, where I go and treat myself to some nice food. And when I've got my last client today, I will be going for a massage after work as well, which was just going to be... Oh, so what I need because of all my little aches and pains. So yeah, so I am incredibly lucky and I work around things all the time to be able to make myself feel amazing. So as I say, I hope this landed where it needed to. Thank you once again to everyone who does a rating for me on the podcast, whether this is on Apple or Podbeam or whatever you listen to, if you have rated my podcast and done a review, then thank you so much. Because honestly, it means like it's, I I know people say this, but it does mean a huge deal for you to take a few minutes out of your day just to rate and review the podcast. Because it gets me higher up in the charts. If I get higher up in the charts, I can reach more people. If I reach more people, I can get, um, more guests on the show and just keep spreading the word that actually you don't have to be restricted by your own mindset you don't have to be restricted by your limiting beliefs and you can literally live the life that you desire once you step outside of that negative mindset that is holding you back 
So thanks again. And thanks again, as always, for listening to the podcast. And next week, I've got another amazing guest that I can't wait to share with you all. Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Mindset podcast with me, your host, Jude Daunt. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do share with others. And it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate, review, follow and subscribe on your podcast app. This will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences. And if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly, please visit judedaunt.com coaching.co.uk the links will be in the show notes this break is brought to you by adobe photoshop here's a fun fact every day millions of people around the world use photoshop to create all kinds of cool stuff designs for t-shirts and posters graphics to promote brands and businesses images for social and websites Anyone can do it. And to the guy who put a bulldog's head on a parakeet's body, you, sir, are a genius. Get started for free today. Click or tap the banner to head over to Photoshop.com.